Hello, everyone. Here I am. I'm, uh, hold on. Let me make sure I can look at the, hey. All right. We already got Vengeance Fall in the house and Nicholas Fisher. Can everybody hear me? Everything, everything all good. Greg, what's up, Greg? Everything sounding good? Let me, let me, uh, get some feedback real quick just to make sure. Lewis, how you doing? All right. Come on. Does everybody let me know everything's all good? You can see me. You can hear me. All right. Thanks, Nicholas. And uh, hi, uh, Anar, thank you for being here. Everybody, welcome to the Old Head uh, fifth year anniversary uh, celebration and Q&A. So uh, cheers. Look at my beer, my beer glass. Very nice. All right. Um, Vengeance, you got the same shirt. So I was a little bummed out because I was uh, I was late getting these shirts. Um, I think it was it was uh, was it Joe that told me Joe told me that they had these on their website. And then when I got there, uh, they were already sold out, but they had these on Amazon. The only problem is these don't have tour dates on the back. And I'm like, that's kind of a bummer. But, you know, at least I got a cool sound of white noise anthrax T-shirt. All right. Hold on. Who else do we have here? Matt 101. How you doing? Lewis, am I still playing drums for Lamb of God? No, uh, which, what does that mean? Don't they have a different drummer? Do I look like that drum? Who do I look like from Lamb of God? I feel like I look like an amalgamation of everybody in Lamb of God at the same time. Um, yes, Greg, I did. Uh, I did. And um, uh, Met 101. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know what? I can show these. There you go. Look at that. Um, I got the James Hetfield signature snake bite for Christmas. Nice. That's a good Christmas right there. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to give it another like minute maybe for more people to, to get here before I kind of start things. I don't really have a plan. So, um, yeah, Vengeance Falls. This is what I get a lot. You look like Mark, excuse me, Morton, in my opinion. I've had people literally just pass me by and be like, Mark Morton? I'm like, no, no. I, I always say something funny like, that's my cousin or something. Yeah, but he's not. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're here tonight to celebrate the, uh, the, me doing this for five years. Old Head started five years ago yesterday. And, um, originally it was just going to be a podcast. In fact, for the first month or two, it was just a podcast. Worst reviews. What's up? Thanks for being here. Um, and then eventually, um, I was like, well, other people are doing, um, you know, vid videos type shit. And I have an iPhone that makes videos. So I'm going to do that too. And then the old head, old head, the old head channel, um, Nicholas Fisher says, you look like the guy on the YouTube channel called old head. That's true. I do look kind of like that guy. And so, um, so really, I haven't done a live stream since a year ago when we celebrated the fourth year anniversary of Old Head. Uh, but five years, that's a big milestone, heading into year six of me doing this. And so I thought what we would do is, you know, I'll, I'll do a live stream for everybody out there. Um, I might, you know, in a little bit, I'll sprinkle in some some uh, tidbits about what I plan on doing in the in this year, in 2024. But for the most part, this is all about you guys asking questions. And uh, I'm going to see. Yeah. Another drink here. And R said it's 2 it's 2 a.m. And he had to switch 
to Carlsberg's. Okay. Hey, but you have options. So that's, that's a good thing. So, um, thanks everybody for being here. Um, I'll, I'll probably say that a lot, but, uh, you, you guys are the best and, and I'm glad that you're all here. Alan, Alan, what's up? And yeah, five, five years. And so, um, I guess, you know, if you guys have questions, throw them in there. Now I'm going to say the same thing. I think I've said at every live stream I've done. If your question is like an either or question, I may just give you the, the answer with no context because I'm just like, eh, let's move on to another question. Um, but so, uh, so Met 101 says any new vinyls for Christmas. So n n no, not really because I just buy myself records all year long. And so um, I uh, I got my daughter a starter record player and a few records, and I'm still buying her records. So her Christmas slash birthday is, you know, it's it's ongoing because her birthday is coming up at the end of this month. Uh, Lewis Rain Wainwright, have you listened to Sleep Token or Spirit Box? I've listened to both of them. Um, I'm not really a fan of either one. I'm, I, 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 Spirit Box has some stuff that's okay. Sleep Token. Neither one of those bands are bad. There's a few of these bands that are like the, the bigger sort of modern metal bands that are kind of pushing boundaries and stuff. And, uh, they're not pushing them in any way that's necessarily new or interesting. And so it doesn't really do much for me, but it's all really quality stuff. So I can't really say much about it. It's just their bands. They're not bands that I have one an opinion on one way or the other. You could play me a song and I could go, yep, that was good, but it's not going to make me buy the album. So um, hold on. We got more people here. Hold on. Trying to keep track, guys. I'm, when good dogs do bad things says 45 is the new 25. <laughs> yeah, I feel 25 most days. Some are a prelude to death. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to be uh, 46 in March. So that... I mean that's a thing. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I I still I still feel very young, uh, just because anytime I see like people I went to high school with or other people online that are like, you know, I was born in the seventies, and they all seem like boomers now, and I'm just like, what happened to us? <laughs> like I'm not one of you. I, I don't know. Um, all right. So hold on. We've got uh, among the Joes is here, and he's asking. Are you wearing your? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, Joe, you told me to get this on Amazon, but it, unfortunately, it's not the one that has the tour dates on the back, and that's kind of a bummer. But it's still, you know, it's still cool. I'm still glad that they were selling some John Bush merch because that's uh Charlotte asked, "Have you re reviewed Paul Liddell's new band Scream Therapy?" I haven't even heard Paul's band Scream Therapy, um, so I'll have to check them out. Um, I, I don't really do a whole lot of reviews anymore. I, I, I have on, on Old Bollocks, I do some album reviews, but I'll check that out. Um, I know I got to check out. I know Dangerous Toys is coming through Houston in Feb February, I think. And um, I'm not sure. I'm going to try to go. Um, just because Jason McMaster is a fucking killer dude. And we're now, I know, we're kind of buds. Jason, you tell me. We buds now? Anyway, um... Nicholas Fisher said, uh, turn 22 on Tuesday. I'm going to start saying everybody's last names because that's that just uh, the font makes it cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Greg, got to love Bush. Yep. We love we love a little Bush around here in the, in the camp of old head. 
So, um, yeah. So I guess while there's more people here, like I'll, uh, I'll, um, talk a little bit about what I'm going to be doing. Cause there's, I'm not doing a lot of new stuff. It's kind of a little, some of it's going to be the same old, same old, uh, old head stuff. Um, I am, I can tell you all right now, I can announce that I will be reviving bands. You should know. Um, and, uh, it's gonna, it's not gonna be like regular, like I'm not gonna do a shitload of them, but I am gonna do more episodes of Bands You Should Know, because that's the number one thing that people mention. It's like, well, when are you gonna do more of those? And honestly, there's, there's not a lot of bands that I'm like, everybody needs to know this band, but there are a, a good amount that I go, well, these are bands that don't get talked about a lot, and I like them, so I'm just gonna start doing that kind of thing. So there'll be some more Bands You Should Know. And then also... Uh, I will be starting a new series, and we're going to see how it goes. But for a little while, I was doing that show called Old Head Bangers Ball, and I'm not bringing that back necessarily. There were limitations with doing that show. First off, calling it Old Head Bangers Ball and people expecting it to be Head Bangers Ball, and I'm like, you don't get it. There's spaces in the words. But it... uh, and, and then running into issues where I couldn't play music videos I wanted to play. But I'm going to do a version of that, which I'm going to call The Watchening. And each episode is actually going to be different. Whatever idea comes to me, because some of it might be I'm going to play an entire old school metal VHS and watch it and, you know, do my whole old head shit along with it. Another one could be some music videos. Another one could be something completely different that I decide to watch. But it's just going to be an episode where it's kind of one theme per episode of me in my room watching shit. Uh, What do we got here? Dak Taylor. Yo, hello. I'm glad that you're here. Nicholas Fisher got Armored Saints March of the Saint for Christmas. Nice. What do we got here? Vengeance Falls. I know you're not a big gamer, but what did you think of the Guitar Hero games? The only Guitar Hero game I played was Guitar Hero Metallica, for obvious reasons. And I um, I, I had fun playing it, but um, yeah, I'm not a big gamer, so I don't really get to the point where I get addicted to games and want to play them a lot. So I kind of went through and I played all the songs that I wanted to play, and then I got really bored with the game because I was like, eh, I'm going to do something else. But um, Dax says, hello from Conroe. Um, All right, everybody. So, um, yeah, so that'll be happening. And then another thing. um, So for for a year, I was doing quote unquote radio shows Uh, for a little while. It was on an, an app called Amp that's now defunct. And then for maybe a month or two, I was doing this other app called Station Head. And it was basically me trying to be able to do shows where I could actually play music and because I've always wanted to do that a music show where I can like DJ or whatever and so um I uh I got burnt out on on the station head app because I don't like the way that it works but I I've hatched a plan to do something special that if it works will become a regular monthly thing and what I'm planning on trying to do is it's going to be an old head show that's strictly on zoom so earlier in the week of the show um of the week of the show i'll be putting out posts everywhere that have a link to the zoom meeting 
And so this isn't a thing where it's on YouTube or on some app, people can stumble upon it. No, it's like you specifically have to want to come to this show and everybody can come to the Zoom meeting and I will have prepared a set of songs and I'll put on the the old head show via Zoom. Meaning if I wanted to do it, I can incorporate everybody being on board and talking and whatever. I don't know if that's what I'm going to do with it, but I know that I'm going I'm going to try the first one uh, f- uh, the first Friday of, of February. So in a little less than a month. And so keep an eye out for that because it's literally going to be you have a link to go to it and that's it. Like you, you I mean, you can go you, the link will be available on all my socials and stuff. And you can go to that. And it's like just like a little, do you want to come over to my party or not? I don't have to go to somebody else's building in order to throw my party. I'm just throwing my own party. So, um, yeah, Vengeance Falls had a, a good point. The fact that I can't hear music on Station Head and have to subscribe to Spotify is a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I don't want to have to do that either. I want to be able to play all the songs that I want to play and have complete control over when they play and how they play and be able to talk to the people that actually give a shit about being there. Um, and then that's what I'm going to be doing. So look out for that first week of February. Hey, Diarmwid, is that close enough? Um, th- thank you for being here. And yeah, all of you that, that have been to those radio shows, that 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 was a really fun year for me. Um, the, there were some ups and downs here and there. Um, a lot nobody really even knows about. But um, um, I had a good time doing that. And so I want to continue doing something where I can play music. And the Zoom thing is just a way to be able to do it. There's no copyright issues because it's literally just like having a little meeting and a get together and playing music. So um <laughs> okay, thanks, Greg. <laughs> you guys can read that. I won't read that out loud. Um, okay, okay, fine. If I knew it was going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Um, anyway, so, yeah. So, right now, those are the big plans. Obviously, I'm continuing 30 years ago this month. And uh, what else do I normally do? Record roulette occasionally will show up on my channel and interviews whenever I I uh, have some interviews coming along because I don't really you know I get I I'm I'm on lists where people offer interviews a lot and I don't do interviews with anybody that I'm not excited to talk to so you're never gonna get me just phoning in an interview so um, sometimes that's gonna mean I do two or three interviews in a row and sometimes I don't do an interview for six months just because I'm just kind of waiting for something to to come together that that I can be really excited about. So uh, another drinky. Once again, thanks everybody for being here, and uh, keep the uh, keep the questions coming. What does this say, Dak Taylor? Since you've been in Houston, have you ever listened to Sweet Nightmares or Dead Time radio shows on KPFT ninety point one FM? No. Because I don't have a radio. <laughs> so I don't, um, and I know there's radio apps and stuff, but I don't, I don't know anything about local radio shows because I don't listen to the radio ever. And so I, I don't know, but I'm assuming those are shows that play cool metal or rock stuff. And that's awesome. I'd like to hear those sometimes. The, um, but no, I have not. But you know, Houston has been really good to me so far. Like it is. Uh, a city that I just really like 
I feel good being here. It's um, it's a very diverse, gigantic city, and I just love the fact that any anywhere I go, I can have like a completely different experience with the people that are there. It's it's really cool, literally like a melting pot, like you hear about um, in Houston. And um, oh yeah, yeah, and our and more unboxings, love that. So yeah, I don't. Have it there, so far. There's nothing new that's coming. But uh, what what are box? What are big albums from '94 that somebody could be doing a box set for? We already figured out that Allison Chains is not doing um, Jar of Flies, any kind of box or anything like that, uh, because that you know that came out this month. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, all right, Met 101. I like this. Keep the questions coming. What's your favorite cassette tape you own? I don't, uh, probably, um, I have a, uh, a copy of State of Euphoria by Anthrax on cassette, which is one of my favorite albums ever, but it, it's one of the ones that comes with a, uh, what do you call it? One of those colorful, like hologram type stickers inside of it. Um, so I really like that one. I also like the, I have the, I, I speaking of Alice in Chains, I have the, the tripod album, that's on the colored cassette. It's got the colored case and the purple cassette. Those are pretty cool. And then um, Biohazard State of the World Address. I have the orange cassette of that. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I don't have a lot of cassettes, but I've you know I've got some cool ones. Um, Met one hundred and one minus Testament the Ritual. So I I, the, I need the uh, the Ritual out on vinyl. I need that. <laughs> I need that. That's the only that's right now. That is the only Testament album I don't have is the ritual. Um, so that is the right one, right? I always get like they're the albums mixed up. The Gathering, the Ritual, the Legacy. Yes, I'm talking about the right one. Uh, Among the Joes, do I have any Dark Angel on vinyl? I don't. Those are uh, not cheap. And I and I don't really want a repressing of those. Um, but one day. One day that'll be, you know, something I come across, across and across. Vengeance Falls. Hold on. Are there any new bands you've gotten into lately? You got me loving Frozen Soul with their record Glacial Domination. I love that record. From Houston. Band, oh, not from Houston. From Dallas. No, from Texas. Whatever. Um, so, new bands. Pr probably the the newest thing that I haven't really talked about on my channel is that it, I've talked about it on radio shows is that band Slope from germany and um i i, I they're they have a new album coming out uh, freak dreams is the name of the album and i absolutely love it i've already got an advanced copy of it and so i've gotten to hear the whole thing it doesn't come out till i think february 3rd uh, but it's great they're like i guess kind of like a hardcore band but they decided to do funk metal but it's really kind of out there funk metal. Like it's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's reminds me of an album that would have come out 90, 91, uh, but they're young guys. And I really like, I really like them. Slope tried to get an interview with Slope. And I was told by uh, their handlers or whoever works for the label that my channel does not have a big enough reach to be beneficial to them. <laughs> so, uh, Hope, unfortunately, not yet. I will not be interviewing Slope, but I would like to. Let's see. What, hold on. What do we got? Here? Jelani. 
Thanks for being here from Florida. Nice. I'm good. I'm good. We're celebrating the the five years of me doing this shit and um, you guys being here because I know it's I I know everybody always says that like, you know, you were nothing without the fans and I don't call you guys fans. You guys are shitheads. That's what it's referred to. Um, We've we've determined that shitheads. And uh, I mean that lovingly, but really, like if nobody was ever watching my shit, I would have quit. You know, the fact that there's even though it's, you know, 14,000 plus subscribers in five years, there was still always slow but steady growth. And I always saw that people were watching to watching what I was doing. And so that kept me doing it because it's fun. And so if I have fun and other people are enjoying it, too, then that's fucking great. So you guys make this shit worth it. Like uh, Vengeance Falls here, shit heads for life. Um, Porkins, what's up? Proud shithead. Thank you very much. And you guys fucking rule. Is Matt, are you asking a, a, <laughs> a question to Greg Bob? No. No, but uh, Greg Bob, do you like the Fillmore version that's acoustic and electric? Um, yeah. Anyway, Return to Serenity is a fucking great song. Great song. Love it. Anyway, it's slowing down here. Anybody got questions? I got nothing to do tonight but hang out with you guys. So what what else do I have going on in 2024? I don't know. That's about it. Oh, I, I am going to be doing some other random sort of like one, one-off shows or one-off, I don't know, little short series. I'll be doing a... Uh, something called house fire 25 where I try to pick out if, you know, if somebody told me in the future that I was about to have a house fire and I was only able to save 25 of my records, what 25 would they be? Which is, that's not referring to albums. It's referring to literally vinyl. So they may not be records that are like my favorite records of all time, but they may be ones that are very special to me or expensive or whatever. So that'll be the house fire 25. And then I, if I can if I can get myself to do it, I will be doing the Desert Island 25, which is literally 25 albums I can't live without. That I've been working on that for two years. I cannot agree on 25 and leave it alone. Anyway, hold on. What do we? Hold on. We've got more. Um, Dak asked, "What am I drinking?" Uh, the the you know, cheap cheap beer, Keystone Light, over here. Um, it just looks nicer in in one of these things, doesn't it? And uh, let's see. Nicholas Fisher, what's your favorite rap single on vinyl that you own? Oh, uh, I that, the singles. I, I don't, man. I don't really know. I, I have I have a twelve inch of of uh, me myself and I by uh, De La Soul. That one's pretty great. Um, yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorites just because I love that song. I love De La Soul. Um, let's see. Vengeance, I really didn't prepare because I was just overly excited for this stream. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you were excited. I'm glad you're here. Um, Met 101, how much do you like Living Colors Cult of Personality? Um, I know you're a huge fan of the band. I wish they had that on vinyl. I love I absolutely love that song. That song never gets old ever. I've never once that song never starts and I go oh, this one again never 
Um, and I and, and I love so many of their songs much more than that one. But that one never gets never gets old at all. Greg Bob, if you do a crank and ranked on therapy, let me know. I'd love to help with info. Love that band. We will. We that's what, therapy is on the list, so we will eventually get to that. Like I always say, our list is really long. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's there's so many, and all of them have something about them that I'm excited about doing. So we'll get to them. Uh, Devin, thanks for being here. Are there any vinyl reissues you're looking forward to buying soon? I, I don't have they announced any reissues. Like I don't know if there's any reissues that they've announced that I'm excited about. I don't think so far. I don't think so. I, I'm I'm always keeping you know my eyes out for you know on all of the socials and you know just for something to pop up because I never want to be the person that fucking misses some album that I've been waiting for them to repress. Um, I would I would like them to do that fourth Saigon Kick album on vinyl. And I don't know I don't know who handles that shit, but um yeah. Let's see. All right, we're we're getting they're getting away from me. I'm trying to trying to keep it all in line here, everybody. Uh, among the Joes, do you still have band T-shirts that you bought when you were a young head? No, I don't have anything from when I was a young head. I I went through a phase because you know this was the you have to remember this was the early '90s. So by the time we reached around 1995, um, I had a bunch of uh, probably make maybe like a hundred or so records, not a lot, and cassettes and everything else. But at that point, CDs had taken over everything where CDs was the cool thing to get. So I was all about upgrading and getting CDs. And then eventually I just sold everything. And same thing with T-shirts. T-shirts would get a little bit old because I would actually I would buy shirts and I would just wear them. So they would never last. And once they started to get worn and ugly looking, I would just throw them out, not thinking anything about the value they may have to me when I was older. I was an idiot. Um, so all of the, all of my stuff is uh, was amassed once I had the money to actually start building the collection that I should have, you know, I would say probably a good couple dozen records in my collection are ones that I bought again because I was like, why the fuck did I get rid of this? But uh, hold on. Oh, 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 shit, shit. I'm trying to keep up, guys. I apologize. Good one, Greg. That's what she said. Let's see. Um, Anar just pulled the trigger on a hundred plus record today. What's the latest hundred plus record? I don't. I don't pay. I pay more than a hundred for records. I will let you know that I recently got uh, that uh, aftertaste from Helmet on vinyl, and I did pay seventy for that, and that's a lot for me. Um, and that's. So I re I always like have them in my discogs and I wait for those people that are just trying to get rid of records. I don't know if I've ever paid over a hundred for a record before. If I have, I don't remember. But what was the record that you paid a hundred dollars for? Put that in the in the chat. Okay. Worst reviews. I love cranked and ranked, of course, but especially love the ones where you rank albums from different years. We're going to keep doing that. We have we have plenty of years of the 70s, 80s, and 90s to go. 
And then once we get done with those, we may even start dipping into the 2000s, which is going to be weird for me because especially the first like 10 years of the two of the 2000s, because we're still in the 1900s. We're talking about the 1900s. Oh, my goodness. Everybody realize that we're now in the 20s, the roaring 20s, everybody. All right. Uh, Vengeance Falls says cranked and ranked on Buckethead. Okay, I'm kidding. That'd be ridiculous. So I don't know a lot about Buckethead. All I know is that clips of him will randomly come up, like on the TikToks or something. And I'm always like, that's cool as shit. Does his music always sound kind of fucking weird and, and groovy? Because I, I can get on board with that, but I don't know enough about him. He was just the guy that was with Axel in the early 2000s or late 90s or something like that. So I don't know much more about him. Met 101 waiting on Metallica live shit reissue. The anniversary already passed. So if they were going to do it, wouldn't they have already done it? Um, I don't know. I don't understand those guys. They need to get their shit together. Anyway, let's see. When good dogs do bad things. I go uptown. I come back. Oh, with me, myself, and my microphone. Yeah, that is that is uh, Run DMC uh, with... Uh, who do they do that with on... Uh, on on judgment night i'm blanking right now anyway any plans to do more hip hop cranked and ranked bands this year yes always were they're always in the list and we sprinkle them in every once in a while but there's so many rock and metal bands that we've we've got a lot of work to do um nicholas fisher got my cousin hooked on the song sticky weed that song has become a regular play for me hell yeah i love that song that's by a german band called freaky fucking weirdos go check it out it's um it's it's rap metal from the early 90s and it just it's like an earworm to me I, it's just i don't know um met 101 do you have any memories and thoughts about your metallica show that wasn't in the video log oh the last one um, not really. I think I said everything that I kind of wanted to say in that. I, I had a really great time and I really, my thoughts about it are the same that they always are, which is I, I wish that one, one day they would do a tour specifically for the really big fans. And they announced the tour as we're not playing any of the songs that we've played I don't know, a certain number of times. So we're not playing one, Inner Sandman, nothing else matters. We're not playing any of those songs. We're not playing Creeping Death or For Whom the Bell Tolls or any of those things. I want them to focus on all of the songs that they don't normally play, and that is the set list they're going to do for the for the OGs, the not the OGs, because some of the OGs think that most of that shit sucks. I don't. I would like them to play a whole bunch of shit they don't normally play, and that's their concert. I would love that. Um, if I was a millionaire, maybe a billionaire, probably costs a lot of money. I would, I would, I would try to get them to come play a birthday party for me, and I would make their set list, and I'd be like, "Look, I'm going to pay you ten million dollars, and you will play Saint Anger in its entirety, followed by these songs that I've <laughs> that I've included in my list." All right, hold on. Let's see, Porkins. The only concert t-shirt I still have it from the 90s is my Don't Tread On Me shirt uh, from seeing them at the Forum in 92. Nice. Um, Helmet Betty needs a reissue. I agree. I have the OG one on ten, on the 10-inch vinyl, which has extra tracks. 
Um, but yes, it absolutely does. Soothsayer is my favorite by Buckethead. All right, I'll have to I'll have to 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 check out some Buckethead. Um, all right. Oh, okay, it is Run DMC in Living Color. Okay, I should have known that. Should have known that. Oh, here we go. Dude, Buckethead has 300 plus releases. That would be a long ass episode. Would it be as long as Chicago? <laughs> we were we were going through that in the last episode. How many fucking Chicago albums there are? Um, but it will get to Chicago and probably Buckethead. Um, let's see. Oh, the one that Anar bought was by a Norwegian band called Siegman. They did an English-speaking version of Metropolis called the Grandmaster Recordings. Okay. All right. Nice. Everybody, Chris Heathcote is in the house. Everybody, show some love to Chris Heathcote. He was somebody that, like, you know, he's been following me for a while, but when it comes to my radio shows, he was at pr pretty much every single one that I did. So uh, Chris is a is a, a major shithead. And um, yeah, so thanks for being here, Chris. Let's see. All right. Sorry, guys, not to not to have some dead air. Oh, this is for everyone. Greg, what is everyone's favorite concert? I don't know what my favorite concert is. Honestly, the best experience that I've had at a show probably ever in my life was this last, the the Wrecking Ball Metal Madness I went to, which is more than one concert. It's a shitload of bands. But everything about that weekend and that venue and those bands and the people that were there, that was such a really cool experience. And it was great. Like it was just one of those things where there was never a there was never a moment where there was some jerk off causing problems. Uh there were no I don't remember there being rude people. <laughs> I just it was this hardcore and death metal music and and a bunch of super cool people. And so that's um that's great. But you know, I don't know. I went to other other shows back in the day that were cool too, but you know, uh, seeing at the drive-in in a very small, tiny venue, um, not only that, uh, my band headlining over at the drive-in on a tennis court, that was a very good show back in the 90s. <laughs> That's a real thing that happened. And, uh, but yeah, let's see. Yeah, Chris Heathcote, he says, That's right, old Adam, a major shithead. For those who don't know, I'm the son of Bob Heathcote, who played on Suicidal Record, How Will I Laugh Tomorrow? Yeah, um, rest in peace, Bob Heathcote. But yeah, Chris's dad uh, played bass on How Will I Laugh Tomorrow? So that iconic album cover, um, I believe it's on the far left, is uh, is Chris's dad. So uh, rest in peace, Bob. And let's see. Uh, Matt 101 Anthrax Live was just was like that, just really cool. So when I I saw Anthrax the last time, it was ruined for me because of one dude in the crowd, and I talked about this on a on a cranked and ranked because I I was it was literally me and then two people in front of me. That's how close I was to Anthrax this last time. But it so happened that the guy in front of me was this kind of big dude, and I don't mean big like built. He was just a big hunk of dude and he refused to move for the entire show didn't clap didn't raise his hands didn't nod his head 
he just stood there and apparently he was protecting his girlfriend who was in front of him so he had his hands on the barricade and he just stood there and anytime there was moshing where naturally the crowd would be moving he would push back on me like the dude and the dude looked like a dude that did not want to be there he looked like a dude that wanted to go to to uh fucking um i don't know a modest mouse concert or some shit and and the dude the, that dude fucking sucks like and just to, to tell everybody out there tell all your friends look if you're just going there and you're gonna fucking stand there at a metal show in the front then um sorry standings for the back i know i do that a lot some bands i go to the front very rare very rare um oh hey hello colin thanks for being here um you look a lot like james hetfield big fan i discovered your channel from slashed and mashed of load and reload nice i listen to your guys podcast when i'm at work it definitely helps get me through the day thank you very much that's awesome that's honestly that's all usually that's kind of what's on my mind when we do our shows whenever we look at each other and go oh man this one's going on kind of a long time i'm like somebody out there is having a day at work and we're helping them out so uh, you know it's 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 awesome um isaac i saw kiss in 10 as a kid it was cool nice rest in peace kiss who will now live on as avatars i don't know what that means look i love kiss but i i need more explanation what does that mean anyway uh um anthrax in chicago recorded live for dvd on music for master did you go to that greg i have that dvd i'm gonna watch it again and look for you if you're there <laughs> all that if you were next to me at an anthrax show you would hear me singing every look oh no me too i was hoarse i like you could barely hear me talk when that show was over um matt 101 do you know the band kill switch and gaze yeah i saw them several years ago open for anthrax actually uh i recommend the end of headache album i i'm not they're another band that like they're more on the modern side of thing and things and i don't uh i've never really nothing i've heard from them has really ever grabbed me that doesn't mean it won't ever happen maybe it'll be later on down the line you never know oh this is a good one I saw Faith No More with Helmet opening in 92. They broke the stage and never got invited back. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Faith No More and Helmet in 92. Like, that is, that's insane. So, like, in, you know, in 92, I was 14, and I wasn't going to any shows. There was a thing in Austin where I used to live for a little while where so many venues were 18 and up. So even if my my folks had been cool with me going to a show, I wouldn't have been able to get in. And the weird thing is that there were certain clubs that were notorious for being 18 and up only. And when I turned 18, most of those clubs went to 21 and up. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I can't fucking win. Whatever. Anyway, um, let's see. Oh, Greg saw Faith No More in Helmet that year, too. Man. See, you guys that are just a handful of years older than me, or older, I don't know. Um, that That's the only thing. I, I, I like the, the time that I grew up in because I like the person that it turned me into. But there's a part of me that goes, man, it would have been nice to, uh, you know, because, you know, 1991, uh, the, the, the fall of 1991, uh, Nirvana came through and played one of the smaller venues because they hadn't blown up yet, but Nevermind was out. 
And I would have loved to have seen that. I've just seen them at essentially a club. It was a slightly bigger club, but it was it was a club. So uh, that would have been cool. So you have Engine Falls. Have you ever revisited Trivium? I re I revisit so bands like Trivium, Kill Switch, uh, Avenge Sevenfold. All of these bands are bands that they're big enough to where their songs kind of come across my radar every once in a while, and I always give it another shot. And a lot of times it's just like, yeah, it's fine, but it doesn't make me very excited. Um, except for that last Avenged Sevenfold album, which I was totally shocked I liked as much as I did. And then other people are like, it's the worst thing they ever did. I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, Trivium is great. Matt is awesome. Yeah, Matt, Matt he produced the Frozen Soul album. And uh, that's him, right? Matt Hefe or Hefe? How do you pronounce his name? So, I mean, he worked with them. So, shit, the dude's got to be fucking cool. Uh, okay, so when good, God, good, when good dogs do bad things, said Vulgar Display, and I think Deicide Legion 2 in 92. Yeah, there's a whole, whole lot of great shit in 92. Um, all right, D Dan, thanks for being here. Are you into Norwegian black metal? Absolutely not. Um, not at all. I uh some of it I I enjoy the vibe, the ambiance, the old school stuff. Like when I when I I know that the shit sounds shitty because the band's literally nobody was supporting them and they were just recording shit in their garages or however they could. I love the story of all that kind of shit. I'm not really into the music. Um but yeah, black the especially newer black metal where I don't know what's happening with some it some of it's good. There there's that band. This is not Norwegian, so I apologize for straying off of that. Uh but there's a, a band from England called Svalbard, and they're on the black metal edge of things, and I like what they do, but theirs is way more melodic. And maybe that's what it is. I don't really know. But that doesn't make any sense either because there's other metal that's called melodic and it doesn't really do anything for me. I'm like, I'm kind of a tough customer when it comes to a lot of things. And, uh, but none of it's bad. Like, that's the thing. You're never going to hear me talk shit about black metal or, or, uh, I don't know, mo modern, you know, would you call it butt rock, all that kind of shit. Cause some, every once in a while there's a song where I go, it's pretty fucking cool. And so I, I just don't, I don't, uh, that's why you don't see me do videos where I'm talking about shit that I don't like, because one, what a huge waste of time that is. Two, I'm going to feel stupid when 10 years from now, I'm really into Norwegian black metal. <laughs> so, so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Let's see. Uh, Matt 101, who is your favorite guitar player? The, okay, that that's a real tough one, because the guitar players that I love are usually not the guys that are flawless, fluid, virtuoso kind of players. They're the ones that are very good, but you can sometimes hear mistakes. And I love the human element of those kind of things. Alex Lifeson from Rush is a really big one for me. Um, rhythm guitar wise, it's fucking James Hetfield. But, um, but yeah, I, I a lot of the guitarists that I seem to gravitate towards all 
seem to have a much more sort of organic, I guess, vibey kind of thing with their guitar. Um, but, but at the same time, I, I adore Eddie Van Halen. Like I, um, and, uh, and Vito Brada from, uh, from White Lion, uh, that dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm telling you right now, like I, I, I think that the Vito Brada solo in the song Wait may be my favorite guitar solo ever, even on top of the Blacken solo from Kirk Hammett, because there's something about it. It's so fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, it, I'm kind of all over the place with, you know, I like some guitar players that are looked upon as great guitar players from other people. Um, Jerry Cantrell, he's, he's fucking great too, but he's a very different kind of guitar player than some of these other ones. Um, when I was, when I was younger, I was really into Paige Hamilton just because I learned to play a lot of his stuff and I liked that style. And if you listen to the music that I make, there's a whole lot of Paige Hamilton worship. Although I don't really like newer helmet, but yeah, you know. Um, let's see, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Isak, how do you feel about black gays? Um, uh, I'm I, I uh, I'm a, I'm an ally for any gay people, no matter what color they are. <laughs> um, that is true, but also a joke. Um, but uh, no, I I. Uh, I that sounds like two things that I probably wouldn't, it would probably be very good sort of background music, like shoegaze. Oh, I got a thumbs up. What does that mean? Why is there a thumbs up? <laughs> a thumbs up just appeared. I don't, I don't know how this works. Things, things pop up and I don't know what they mean. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know much black gaze. It's not, uh, it's not uh, on my radar really, but it sounds like probably, Probably something that um, I wouldn't, it wouldn't have what I need. I need, I'm a very like anxious person and heavy, loud, energetic music calms me down. So stuff that isn't that, I can listen to it and go, I see why this is fucking cool, but I, it doesn't really make me want to go listen to it. So um, anyway. Uh, Chris Heathcote, Carcass and At the Gates are the closest I listen when it comes to melodic death metal. I mean, Carcass, is, to me, is in a league of their own. I don't even know what to call them. They're just fucking Carcass. It's one of my favorite bands ever. Um, all right, hold on. Let me see. Oh, hey, Tom. What's up, Tom? Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight you here. Congrats on five years. I remember finding you while searching for Anthrax record reviews like four years ago. I love that. I love being associated with Anthrax. That's, my, that's probably my favorite thing now. Now that I've done five years and I've done a lot of videos. Like, I don't know how many videos I've done, but I've done at least one, if not two or three every week since I started. And so now sometimes I'll Google a band and I will come up and I'm just like, that's fucking cool. So um, anyway, that's that's just me patting myself on the back. Um, Chris Heath, Glenn Cummings had recently put out a demo of a never before scatter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I don't know about a scatterbrain reunion, but I'm going to try to, uh, that's one of the things I'm going to work on in 2024. Uh, I've been chatting with, with one of the members of scatterbrain and I going to 
to plant the seed of, hey, um, let's try to get as many members of Scatterbrain as possible to do an interview. Like whoever, whoever can make it, let's figure out a time frame. Whoever can make it, everybody come on. Um, I'm going to try to do that. So I don't know. We're going to see. Um, let's see. Chris Etho, Doug Pinnock is a black gay. <laughs> yeah, I love Doug Pinnock. I love black gays. I love King's X. I love all of those things. Um, let's see. Greg, okay, the, we're running the joke into the ground. Black metal, like living color, or 24-7 spies. Yes, both of those. Um, that <laughs> we've, run, we've run that video into the ground. Uh, worst reviews, you have 551 vids. Holy shit. Five. Now, a good chunk of those are cranked and ranked, but 551 videos. Wow. Okay. Oh, hey, Johnny G. Huge White Lion fan here. I heard that Mike Tramp played an Eagle Pass, Texas a few months ago. Vito is an awesome guitarist. Yeah. Um, I, I wish, I kind of wish, because as far as I know, Vito kind of became a recluse or something, and he doesn't do very much and isn't seen out very much, but... I wonder if he knows that 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 many people like love what he did, and so uh, he. I would like him to come back out and do something. Maybe not with Mike Tramp. I don't know if they. I, they, I feel like they don't get along, but you know. Uh, Devin, are there any vinyl purchases that you've made that you've ended up regretting? Um, not really. Uh, probably the biggest one. I don't regret it that much because there's no other version of it on vinyl is Anthrax Stomp 442. Um, and you, I did a whole video on it, on how it's probably the worst reissue I've ever seen in my life. Sound-wise, it's fine. But given the, the care that went into the actual reproduction of the packaging, it leads me to believe that they just took a CD and pressed it onto a record and then put it out. But if it sounds fine, because I'm not that picky about that kind of thing. But um, also, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a whole video of these uh, soon. But I I very recently went down sort of a rabbit hole of buying bootlegs, vinyl bootlegs, because there's like I've noticed that there's some newer record, small record labels that are doing bootlegs of live shows and other stuff. And I really kind of was interested to know what the quality is like. And I found somebody that was selling a whole bunch. And so I ended up, you know, got, getting a discount and getting like a, a big chunk of them. And honestly, for the most part, I've been very surprised with how good they are, except for one. Some of you may have seen it. There's one that's uh, uh, Anthrax and Public Enemy from 1991. It's actually the same concert that's on Live Noise, the DVD VHS they put out. But it's the uh it's the FM radio broadcast of that. I I would never have put that record out cuz it is it's funny how it's also Anthrax. <laughs> but I but the sound of it you have to turn it way up first off, but then the 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 mids and the lows are so higher than all of the the highs that it's just the worst it, i can't even explain it it's awful it's awful sounding and really difficult to listen to anyway uh, that's really all i can think of right now 
Um, let's see. Met 101, what's the song of the new year that you like right now? Um, it the right okay, right now. What is the name of that group? Hold on. This is this is from last year. Um, this the my, I would I would have to say my song of right now is a song called Boys in the Band by a British group called Lambrini Girls. And it's like garage rock, really angry shit. And I absolutely love it. Lambrini Girls is what it's called. They have one EP out, but it is so great. It is so, it's just urgent and in your face and every, I don't know. It's fucking great. Boys in the Band by uh, by Lambrini Girls is probably my song of right now. That'll sit. That'll probably change in a week or two. Um, let's see. Vengeance Falls. I normally listen to Cranked and Ranked while in dialysis. Yeah, Vengeance Falls. Um, everybody send him some good vibes. That really helps me out because sitting in one spot for three hours is boring as hell. Yeah, fuck yeah. I can understand that. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad that we can be there for you. Um, so uh, there, more, more of those are coming. A lot more. Uh, Zapearl. Happy five years old head. Thank you very much. I appreciate you being here. And uh, yeah. So hold on. You know what? Finish that one off. Let's, let's pour another one, shall we? All right. For those of you who are interested, nobody's interested. I feel like I'm doing a podcast too, but I'm not doing a podcast. Maybe I'll post this as a podcast for people that can't be here. I was pouring a beer. Could you hear it? It was a little ASMR. Can you hear the fizzies? I don't know. All right, so where are we now? Among the Joes. I used to have an Anthrax bootleg vinyl. It was from their Among the Living tour. I traded it a long time ago for two patches. Well, you know, you get you got to do what you got to do. Uh, what's your next concert plans? Mine's tons of rock festival in June. Metallica headlining Wednesday and Tool on Thursday. Nice. My next two, um, my next two concerts that are well i'm actually coming god dang so i'm going uh to see descendants i'm taking my wife to see descendants when is that is that in march i think that might be in march uh they're playing with circle jerks i like circle jerks not super interested in seeing them but i i love descendants um and they're playing with adolescents so that's like all these classic punk bands all in one night so that's kind of cool and then um I don't know. I don't remember what month it is, but we're going to the, um, well, we're going to see Cannibal Corpse with uh, Frozen Soul. Who else is playing? I don't remember. But headlining is a Monomarth, which means that we're just going to go home early. <laughs> but uh, not that I don't like a Monomarth, but, you know, we have dogs. But um, um, my wife's really into Cannibal Corpse and Frozen Soul. And so we're going to go to that. Who, who's the other band? There's another band that's like, that's good. That's playing that show too. Anyway, um, we're going to that. But also we're taking my daughter to to her first two concerts that she chose to go to. Like she wanted to go to these. Um, and the, the, the first one is a, an artist called Jariah that she's really into. We're going to see him. He's like a, he's very weird. 
Um, he's genreless. He's for 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 lack of a better comparison, he reminds me of like a a, a young Mr. Bungle, um, all over the place. Um, and then we're going to take her to see uh, Melanie Martinez, who's like a pop, kind of an odd alternative pop kind of thing. Um, my daughter's really into her as well. So we're taking her to those two shows. So that's what I'm doing. Um, uh, hold on. All right. Let's see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Houston does have a lot of great beer. Um, I, and I um, spend so much money on records um, that I drink Keystone. <laughs> but yes, there is a lot of great beer in, in Houston. And let's see. Where are we now? You, is it obituary? You're right. It is obituary playing with them. So yeah. So it's literally Frozen Soul followed by uh, obituary followed by Cannibal Corpse, and then we're we're gonna go home because we're old. But Amon Marth is also playing. <laughs> so uh, this will be the second time that I've left before Amon Marth plays. But uh, you know, Neil, whatever. You know, they've they they're very good looking dudes. Let's just say that. Uh, let's see. No plans for Iron Maiden Future Pass Tour? Probably not, because it's going to be too expensive and in a big venue, and I'm not interested. I don't know where if it's coming through here. Uh, Nicholas Fisher, what's your favorite DRI song I've recently got into them? Oh, man. So the a, a song that has a lot of memories for me by DRI is the song Acid Rain from their Definition album, which came out in 92. I think that was 92. Um, I really like that one, but when for their earlier stuff, oh man, it's Hooked. I love Hooked. Five-Year Plan is a fucking killer album opener. Um, I love, it's so hard to pick a favorite off of dealing with it because the whole album's fucking great. I don't know. Just listen to dealing with it and then followed by crossover. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard to pick a favorite. Uh, all right. Let's see. Um, Vengeance Falls. My wife is a great Your wife. He's saying my wife is a great woman. I still love it that you got her into death metal. I, I didn't really even try to do that. That was just me playing the music. And then she kept commenting like oh I'm into this and I'm like wait so you like you're into this death metal thing and then it just sort of led to to that so it's a uh, pretty fucking sweet hold on let's see uh, Met one one any thoughts on the recent Slipknot news what I don't know I'm not a a fan so I don't know what the news was what was the Slipknot news um, are they gonna do an album like Avenge Sevenfold and finally win me over that would be great. They got to do a weird album, a legit weird album. Um, let's see. Dak says Kurt lives in Houston. Oh, he does. Um, I, I, I mean, they're from Houston, but I didn't know he moved back here. Chris, he. Oh, hold on. I went. DRI is the band with riff albums to me, but I love them. Yeah, I agree. Chris Heathcote said, speaking of Acid Rain. Acid Rain, the band, has a new album on the way. It's probably going to be a little while, but don't don't tell anybody, but I've heard now three or four demos, and they're all really good. So, um, yeah. Let's see. Um, all right. 
Miller says, apologies for the typos. What did you? Oh, here we go. Promised my kid who is 10 that I'd take home to see Iron Maiden the next time they come to Australia. Oh, okay. Nice. I don't even, you know, I skim read anyway, so I didn't even notice any uh, any typos. Um, Matt 101, okay, just new drummer update. I don't get it either. Oh, new, oh, a new drummer of Slipknot. Okay. They, they let Jay Weinberg go. Okay. Um, old head is going to get in trouble for that. In trouble for what? What did I? Oh, for, uh, for the, for the acid rain thing. Nah, nah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying anything else except for I've heard them and they're good. Um, Houston's best, best metal band of all time is dead horse. I, I like dead horse. Um, uh, so I, I can't really argue with that. I don't know if I would say that's the best metal band from houston but who the fuck would it be i don't know anyway all right so how's everybody doing what time is it it's eight o'clock who, who's who's got to go home anybody got to go home <laughs> we can we can keep uh we can keep this shit going Chris Heathcote, now that we're talking about new drummers, I've heard the rumors of uh, talk of Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson resurrecting Rush with a new drummer. Not sure if it's a good idea, in my opinion, though. I don't, they didn't necessarily say resurrecting Rush with a new drummer. Um, they said, they said playing Rush songs again and playing together again, but they wouldn't, I don't think, I don't think that they're going to, it's going to be something, if they actually do that, it's going to be something super cool where they somehow make it a special event that celebrates Neil Peart, but also gives somebody something really fun and interesting and not just a new drummer. Um, I just, I feel like that's what they were, they would do. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if, if Getty and Alex do a new, a new, uh, Sorry, my dogs are being loud. If Getty and Alex do a new project, I mean, I'm on board. I don't, I, I've, you know, I'm not one of those people that that thinks that they should stop playing together because Neil died. That doesn't work that way. Colin said, "What are your thoughts on 72 seasons after nearly a year of it being out? Well, it was my number one album of 2023. If that tells you anything, um, it actually grew on me. I liked it a lot when it came out." And I ended up liking it even more the more that I listened to it. Um, so I don't really, um, I'm not, yeah, not really the person to ask because I'm such a huge fan of theirs that um, when Hardwired to Self-Destruct came out, an album that I am critical about in many ways, it was still my favorite album of the year. So if that tells you anything. So... Um, Chris says, if it's not a rush reunion with just Getty and Alex, I will support whatever. Yeah, I'll support them as well. Met 101, 72 seasons is, is fantastic. Crown of Barbed Wire. I love, yeah, Crown of Barbed Wire is, is one of my favorites. Um, I just, re I honestly really, it's hard for me to pick favorites because like it, I'll hear some song from that album and that one will be the one that jumps out as one that I really like. Uh, Vengeance Falls, what was your opinion on the Pantera Tribute Tour? I think a lot of people were in over their heads about that tour. I talked about it on, um, what is this? Hold on, I'm going to do this. Mr. King of Florida says, I came here to meet a minor. 
bro. Um, I, I don't think there are any miners here. A lot of old people are here. So I apologize for that. Anyway, so um, I talked about it a bit on my Metallica, like the concert show. Um, I'm, <laughs> Mr. I'm you're 21. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. And so um, the Pantera thing, I, I actually, I had a very good time um, listening or watching them play and just the vibe of the room. The crowd wasn't as excited as I thought they were going to be for Pantera. This was before when they played before Metallica. But the thing that I said in the video still rings true, where as, as much as I love Charlie Benante and he's an excellent drummer, and then um, Zach Wilde, he plays guitar good too, I guess. The there it sound it sounded weird. Like there's a certain thing that Dime and Vinny did when they played that made the songs what they were. It's not just I mean Phil and 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 Rex honestly are the least important part of Pantera. So I enjoyed hearing the songs. It was fun. But I'm like, man, it really it's like a gaping hole in all of the songs. And um, so I re I I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't pay to go see that again, if that makes any sense. Um, Greg Bob, I'm hoping for a new Dan Reed Network album and tour. I, I'm you know what? To be completely honest, I um. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking like I, I'm going to try to do a little research and I'm going to try to find Dan Reed and see if I can get him to come on my channel. And then we might do a Dan Reed Network ranking on Crankton Rank to sort of uh, um, celebrate the occasion. I'm going to try. I don't know. That might be a thing that we do. Um, let's see. Worst reviews. Do you recall it being particularly difficult to get a hold of Rush's first album on vinyl? No. Um, no, I, I got it. I, I, I don't know what version my pressing is. I think my pressing is 74 or something. And, but I don't, I didn't pay a lot of money for it. It's not an amazing shape, but it's, you know, it's probably a VG, uh, for sure. But yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Isaac says it's that cowboy swing. That may be what it, that may be what it was. Matt 101, love Zach, but it wasn't the sound you were explaining. Um, yeah. Um, I, I'm not a I, I'm a fan of Zach Wilde as Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player, and it stops there. Um just because I I I can go on record and say the worst band I've ever seen is Black Label Society. It, it was and probably the I would I, I'm gonna qualify that because there are bands that are legitimately bad, like younger bands that don't play very well or people that aren't very talented or whatever. There are bands that are legitimately bad and they get a pass because they're bad bands. <laughs> Black Label Society have a lot of fans and all seem like very capable, capable musicians, but it was the most boring thing. I had ever seen and all the songs were really boring and I'm just like 
So that it's the it's the worst one. They're the worst band I've ever seen because they get hyped up as like something great, and I'm like, they're not. He's a good guitar player. That's literally as far as it goes. You can tell that I'm getting a little bit tipsy because I'm starting to talk shit. Um, all right. Greg Bob says, Phil is rumored to be the new singer of Carrie King's solo album. <laughs> no fucking way. What <laughs> so the, I, I hope he doesn't do that because I guarantee you the Nazi jokes will never stop. They will never stop. Um, so he shouldn't do that. Um, so anyway, Chris Heathcote, Dime, uh, without Diamond Vinny, it's like Van Halen without Eddie and Alex. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, um, I'm okay with seeing some Van Halen if, you know, I, I honestly, I would like to go see that thing that, that Sammy Hagar is doing, but it's not Van Halen, but it'd be fun to see those songs played, you know? Um, let's see. Greg Bob, Dan Reed lives in Europe. And then Anart says, you sure Dan Reed is still alive? I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. Um, Miller. <laughs> well, hold on. Sorry, I didn't mean to go back. Uh, I heard Phil was on the Epstein's list. <laughs> Phil Anselmo couldn't get on that plane. <laughs> He'd be like, who the fuck are you? Um, anyway, uh, let's see. So Chris, either Nemesis, the new band Old Head, has been playing on Amp and Station. It ain't bad. Great. Uh, oh, yeah, they're they're from Houston. So uh, Nemesis is, to me, like if there's a band, a young band from Houston that I think eventually you're going to hear a lot about, it's Nemesis because their, new, their, their first album, I think, is a lot, a, a lot of fun and really well done. But I saw them live and it, you know, it really made me feel like I was seeing, you know, Megadeth in 1985. Like it was it was that kind of performance and energy and fun. Um, so, you know, uh, Nemesis, look them up. They have an album out called False Reality, and they just put out a new single, and it's also very good. Anyway, um, Among the Joes, sorry, not sorry, but I'm not a fan of Phil's vocals. Um, I'm not really anymore, but man, I love I love Pantera. I'm unapologetically, with all the flaws of, you know, members of the band or what the fuck ever, um, I, it, 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 I, 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 there's a nostalgia with that band, and I absolutely love them. So I can't. I don't know. It's just one of those things where their music is kind of ingrained in me, and so I love Pantera, but I'm not. Uh, um, yeah, Phil did a lot of damage to his voice, so he, um, you know, he does his best. You know, he the best that he can do. Chris, Phil Collins greater than Phil and Phil and Selmo. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. That's not even up for debate. Phil Collins is is a million times. I'll go see Pantera with Phil Collins singing for them. <laughs> um. Anyway, all right. Nicholas Fisher, thoughts on White Zombie? I I, I love White Zombie. Uh, th- this this is another one of those things where like I I have to talk shit. Uh, I I don't think Rob Zombie has done anything very good since White Zombie broke up. Uh, I love the early White Zombie albums. They're all kind of weird, and I love the ones they got popular with. I think they were such a fucking cool band. And then he just started doing this music that's just like it's fine, but something about it. There's an energy that just kind of went away from uh, from 
his shit. But hey, you know what? He was really fucking successful. So who the fuck am I? So, uh, but yeah, white white zombie. Absolutely, um, they're a fucking great band. Um, what's up with new bands using the word reality in their album titles? I I, I have no idea. It, ha- it happens. Great minds thinking alike, or something like that. Chris Heathcote, imagine Phil Collins singing fucking hostile. <laughs> he, it, I mean, in his heyday, I'd be down for that. Um, let's see. <laughs> Greg, the guitar solo on Susudio is insane. Yeah. And the saxophone solo. Don't forget that. Oh, I know. Those aren't saxophones. Those are trumpets, I think, on Susudio. Anyway. Um, Sam, thanks for being here. You agree with me about White Zombie? Awesome. Yeah, I... I don't know if, I mean, I don't know why they don't do a white zombie reunion. I feel like a lot of people would like that. Um, who knows? I don't know enough about the band to know if some bad blood happened between them or whatever. Uh, Miller saw white zombie. Oh, hold on. Uh, Matt, is Phil still playing drums while singing hostile? <laughs> well, Phil, they, well, when 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 like Genesis and, and Phil Collins would play, like he would play drums only on some songs and he had a drummer play on other ones. So, you know, there you go. Um, Stevan says, I dig educated horses. John five brought great energy. What is, uh, what is that? Is that, is that, um, white zombie or Rob zombie? Um, Sam picked up tune mold today. Hell yeah. Tune molds fucking great. There, this, the 2023 was just packed with great death metal that I got overwhelmed Almost, so I almost did a a top 10 just death metal albums because I was like, I can't figure out where to put any of them. But there's a lot of really good ones. And uh, Anar says, congrats on five years. Th- thank you, Anar. Thank you for being here. Thanks, everybody, for being here. I'm going to keep this shit going as long as you guys are, are, are down to clown, I guess, you know. Weed knows you're late. Just I've heard some chat about White Zombie. Um, yeah, Rob Zombie was here earlier. You totally missed him. Anyway, all right, Anar has to go. Um, it's very late where he is, so he's got he's got to go. Cheers, Anar. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, Vengeance Fall says, right now I'm imagining Bron Daler doing a drum battle with Phil Collins. Oh, that'd be great. Although I, you know, I, you know, all this talk about Phil Collins, I, I, I'm worried about him because I don't think his health is doing very well. You see the footage of, of uh, Phil with this last Genesis tour, and I'm just like, oh man, he, he, look, he looks legit elderly, and so um, I'm hoping that maybe it's, you know, just one of those things where he's tired from the road and then he'll live on for another 20 years or so doing his own thing. Um, he needs some time to rest. He's given the world so much good music. He needs some time to himself. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so I, I guess for those of you who didn't, um, who weren't here earlier, um, I don't know if everybody heard, you know, a couple of the announcements that I have. So I'm going to run through them kind of like quick like. Uh, bands you should know coming back with limited bands. I'm going to do some more of those. Uh, a new show that's similar to old headbangers ball but isn't that is coming is coming and that's going to be called the watching and that's going to be me pretty much sticking to some particular theme per episode and not necessarily music videos but the same kind of thing um and then uh another one of the big ones was instead of doing like a radio show type thing 
the first weekend of every month, and I'm trying it first in February, is going to be the Old Head Show on Zoom, meaning that on all of my socials, I'm going to be sending out a code to come to a Zoom meeting at a specific time, and I will do a radio show like I would normally do where I play songs and talk about them. And literally only the people that want to be there are there. It's not on any kind of, you know, social media or, or app like YouTube. It's just if you want to come to the Zoom and see my show, you can come. So that's 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 what's going to happen. And some other things. But those are the big ones. Anyway. Um, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Brody. Brody, man. Nucci Nooch. Thanks for being here. Um, hey, old head. Um, as an outcast high school kid, I wanted to come and give... Uh, you a huge thanks for you and your podcast with Eddie for expanding my music taste that is genuinely life-saving for mom man thank you Brody that was a Mallrats quote by the way because one of the characters in Mallrats is Brody um anyway I, that's so great thank you I'm glad that we're able to whatever we're able to do even if we're just distracting you for a little bit that's wonderful but if we're able to turn you on to some good music or help expand you know the shit that you listen to man that's because that's what we do as well like there's so many bands that we do um that lead me to getting into other stuff and then outside of crankton ranked all the other shit that i do i'm constantly in discovery mode uh not with new not just with newer bands but also with bands that have existed forever and that i didn't give enough time to like judas priest recently this year uh, i got into so it's just one of those things where um, I, I'm lo I love any kind of connection I can have with you guys. So uh, I'm glad that you're here, Brody. Uh, Jarmud, are you a Peter Gabriel fan? One, no. That's all I'm going to say about that. I am not a Peter Gabriel fan. Um, Vengeance Falls. I'm really excited about bands. What bands you always should know? <laughs> Everybody laughing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, bands you should know is coming back. 2024 is going to kick ass. It is. Um. Uh, I'm Chris. I may do that. Nemesis for bands you should know. That actually, that actually is a very good idea. Thank you, Chris, because like they're virtually unknown. That is a a band you should know. Met one hundred and one. Are you still playing guitar? No, I'm not going to play guitar right now. Um, yeah, I just put out a, a new track. How long ago did my new track come out? Two, three weeks ago, a month ago. Um, I have a I have a solo project called Supporting Actor, and I just released a new song called Shift. And you can find it on socials. You can also find it on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, I still play guitar, not as much as I used to, but you know, I still have this desire to make music. But I don't want to be in a band. I'm tired of that. 25 years of that was enough for me. And I got very tired of it. So now I just sort of do shit on my own whenever the mood hits me. And that that's my new track. So yes, I still occasionally play guitar. Um uh, Sam, any thoughts on Portrayal of Guilt? Is that a band? I don't, right offhand, that doesn't spring to mind who that is. So maybe I need to check them out. Um, are they a death metal band? Then I need to check them out. Um, <laughs> Vengeance. I'm just kidding. You know, don't, don't worry about typos. Met 101. Not enough Keystone yet. Now, I don't know if there's enough Keystone in the world for me to just bust out a guitar. Although I might play Wonderwall. I might play Wonderwall. You never know. Um, oh, thanks, Nicholas. Shift is a killer tune. Thank you very much. I'm just going to leave that up on the screen for a little bit. There you go. Look at it. Shift. Is it? Oh, hold on. Hold on. I love Shift. Thank you. Yeah. 
And yeah, that's that's what that's what I'm doing. I mean, I, I I keep pretty busy all the time with all this shit. I think I think probably it would be very boring to watch a documentary about me putting together all the shit that I do. But it is it does take a lot out of me in in my brain. I think a lot about what I'm going to do. So, um, it, you know, but no, you guys don't even know that the shit just comes out. Weed knows when is the ST cranked and ranked? Uh, it's on, they're on the list. They are coming. Trust me, they are coming. I would love to do suicidal. Um, Chris Heathcote, if it wasn't for your bands, you should know videos. I wouldn't have gotten more into Acid Rain or Fudge Tunnel. Two amazing bands. Everybody go listen to Fudge Tunnel. When this is over, everybody just go listen to whatever Fudge Tunnel you can find. Do it immediately. Uh, hey, James, what's up? James Ray, congratulations on five years. Always stoked on seeing records. I love getting, oh, fuck, I love getting records. Recordism. It's just the best. I don't know why. Why is it? Why is that the fucking best thing in the world? Also, did anybody notice at the beginning? Can everybody see this? You can't see my cursor, this, this image that's up here. Can everybody see that? It was in the very beginning of uh, the episode. That is, that's probably going to be my new, the new, I can't, I don't know where to point, the new thing that represents me online and whatnot. Um, that was done with uh, with a with AI on that new Microsoft Image Creator thing. I've, I've I've been fucking around with that a lot, and I spent a good week trying to come up with the right combinations of, of words to create an image that I thought I could use for something. And finally, I came upon that one. I'm like, looks like a fucking comic book cover of me. And so I'm like, I'm going with that. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know if it's there. But it's up here, somewhere around here. Anyway, all right. What are we doing here? Hold on. Uh, so, old head, if if my band comes to Houston, you want to open for us? I'm I will come to your show, but but um, no. <laughs> um, unless your band wants to show up early and learn all my songs, and then I'll play <laughs> with you guys. Then cool. Um, oh, we got We have a. We have a, a, a another person for portrayal of guilt. All right, I gotta check them out. Um, that's right, Met One Hundred One Fudge Tunnel. <clears throat> yeah, right, Vengeance Nail Bomb's really cool too. Absolutely, anything related to Alex Newport is fucking rad. Um, oh, thanks, Chris. You're seeing the new Avatar. Yeah, I, that's that. I, I'm very proud of that. And um, more beer. So, what do we do now? All right. Um, <laughs> so, I want to I want to keep this thing going at least for maybe another half hour or so. So, if you guys have other questions or whatever, um, anything you want me to talk about or elaborate on, I'll do that because I'm here. I don't I don't do these very often. There's 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 floaties in the air. Floaties. Okay. And so uh, I'm going to uh, try to be here an open book for you guys. So anybody have any questions? Anybody have anything that's been on their mind? Anything? Is there anything that you've always wanted to ask me that you're like, I don't think I should ask that. Ask it now. Right here. Do it. All right. Oh, Weed Nose is talking about the Dark Roots of Earth. Yeah, I got that colored vinyl. It's, uh, yeah, it, that's that. That's a great repress of that album. And um, now I just have one one more testament album to go sam thank you for the question what's your most valuable record funny enough i think that i looked this up before and my most valuable record 
technically is one of my wife's. She has a, a Selena live album that apparently is worth a lot of money. Um, but uh, mine, it's it's probably I have a it's probably one of two because I have 86 pressings of Master of Puppets and Rain and Blood. And they're both in pretty good shape. Not amazing, but pretty good shape. So I'm pretty sure both of those probably would go for a good amount of money. So, um, Nicholas Fisher, have you seen Big Trouble in Little China? Fuck yes, I have. I love, I, that's, I, so, okay, look, great movie. I love Kurt Russell. Love him. Um, uh, all of the John Carpenter movies, I can't think of one I've seen that I didn't utterly enjoy. Uh, but uh, Big Trouble in Little China is a special one for me because I loved it so much when I was a kid. And I just watched it again uh, six months ago, maybe. Yeah, uh, with my wife. And I was just so surprised at how much I still enjoyed it. And, and I'm just like, that's great if a movie from my childhood can hold up that much. Um, so, yeah, I love I love Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, Matt 101, what format of vinyl do you prefer? I don't know what you mean. Um, I don't really, I don't have any pro. I just want, it doesn't, I don't really care about what kind of pressing it is because I have stuff from the seventies and eighties. That's very like, you know, floppy and it sounds fucking amazing. And then people will put out these 180 gram pressings of things that are supposed to be amazing. And to me, they don't sound very good. So I don't know. I just want it to be whoever puts out the record. Um, I want them to care about it. Fucking care about it. Whoever does the vinyl mastering, I want you to care about what you're doing. Whoever's putting together the packaging, care about it, please. If you don't care about it, don't put it out. Fuck it. So um, that's all I have to say about that. All right. Hey, Damage Inc. 2001, what is up? Thank you for being here to celebrate five years. Uh, Vengeance Falls. I think I asked this before, but were you ever a fan of pro wrestling? No, not really. But I do have a, a story that I like to tell about pro wrestling um, that some, I don't know. I, may, I think I told it on uh, a Cranked and Ranked one time, but I'll tell it again because I love it. Um, so I, I had a, a best friend for a while that I met when I was in junior high and we were best friends, you know, by high school, we were best friends and we, you know, very close friends through a lot of our twenties. And he got really into wrestling. And so he was like, well, you should, you should come with me to, to, uh, Mo Monday night raw. Was it Monday night raw? And this, this has got to be like 99, 2000, I think. Maybe somewhere around there. It, um, so we went to one of these Monday Night Raw things that happened in Austin where they filmed it for TV. So I don't know if I'm if it's out there and you can see me on it, but we were pretty fucking close. We were, I don't know, maybe like three or four rows from the ring. And we got to see like The Rock was there, uh, China, uh was Stone Cold Steve Austin there? He may have been there too. I don't. I don't remember. Um, and bef but the cool thing was before them, the entire opening act was Luchadors, and that was fun as fuck. But anyway, here's my story. So, um, 
So we're there and like the crowd's all kind of rowdy and stuff. And I just remember watching uh, one of the earlier, you know, matches. I don't even know who it was, but um, the crowd's all crazy and yelling at some guy that's like the villain guy, you know, uh, or whatever. And I hear this little kid behind me and I swear to God, he yells, you're a cocksucker. And I go, what the fuck? And so I turn around and it's a little kid on his dad's shoulders and his dad immediately goes yeah you suck dick (laughs) and i was just like that is some father son bonding right there ladies and gentlemen anyway that was my experience (laughs) um i i saw i saw china rest in peace china and i saw uh the rock before he was a movie star so there you go um anyway so uh hold on hold on hold on i'm trying to um Trying to catch up here. Oh, Johnny G, thank you for thank you for being here. What kind of record player do you have? I have a Fluence RT80, which isn't the best Fluence you can get, but I've had it for a while. It's held up really well. But I highly recommend Fluence because it I, I love it. It sounds fucking great. And it's it's a high quality turntable that's relatively affordable that's not a hundred dollars you're gonna pay i think mine was like 300 and you'll pay you know anywhere from 300 to 600 i think for for the turntables they have but fluence is i it's to me great quality shit i'm not super picky but i've never had any issue with this uh with this record player so um, he says, I went to cassettes from cassettes to CDs and then to streaming. So I've been curious if there's upgrades to the record sounds. Not sure if my question makes sense. So, I mean, not really. When it comes to the sound of a record, there hasn't really been much of an upgrade because newer records, you're going to find a lot that don't sound that great. I would say that if you want to get into records, the number one thing that you need to want is just the experience of having the big record, taking it out, putting it on the thing, having the big liner notes. Like if if that, if you get pleasure out of that, then great, because you can find great sounding shit everywhere. Um, if you really are wanting like good sounding stuff and you don't give two shits about what the format is, then just stick to CDs or um, streaming has gotten a lot better. There's much more high quality streaming now, but you know, download some FLAC files from you know, Bandcamp or whatever. I don't know. I just, um, I don't, in, in some ways, um, I enjoy vinyl more occasionally because of the sound, but the sound has to do with the vinyl imperfections. So I have, you know, like I have an old hip hop album from the eighties. If it doesn't have a bunch of pops and crackles in it, it's not right. So I love that sound, but other, another person would be like, why would you even want that? It's not a pristine copy. And I'm like, well, that's not what I'm in it. I'm that's not what I'm in. I'm not into it for that. So um, it just kind of follow your heart. Like if you if you really if there's something in it that calls to you, give it a shot. Um, but you can get Audio Technica turntables for maybe 150 bucks, um, and that's a nice starter to really like find out if you want to do it, and then if you want to do it. You'll uh, you'll upgrade from there, uh, but yeah, thanks Johnny for being here. Uh, let's see, um, the guy you knew. Thanks for being here. 
Uh, my older brother is definitely an old head. While I'm still more into 2000s, 2010 stuff, any albums or bands you think best bridge the gap? Oh, fuck. I don't... I don't really know. It, it, it would have to be something from the 90s, but I don't really... Um, Carcass? Go to Carcass. Listen to Carcass. Because I think if you go through their if you go through their catalog, they get more. They have a more modern version of their sound now, but they in the '90s they were they were really ahead of their time in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know. It depends on what kind of metal you're into, but um, just try metal from the '90s, something from the '90s. I don't know. Um, Damage Plan. Uh, I love my Project Carbon. Those are expensive, aren't they? I don't have that kind of money. I could do without the buzzing, but it sounds monstrous when playing some louder records. Oh, it buzzes? Mine doesn't. The, I'm going to say right here, I've never had an issue with buzzing with uh, my Fluence. So, um, <clears throat> all right. Yeah, Greg has a good point. There's nothing like having a physical copy of your favorite band. That's another big thing. Is it like, uh, you know, the, the record collecting for me is less about the collection and more about me just liking the experience and having these albums I love in the the biggest, most, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Um, you, you, it's the most interaction you're going to have with, with your music that you're listening to. Because it's either on your phone or on a CD or a big ass record. And that's, I think that's why I like it because it's the biggest experience you're going to get. So I love that. Uh, Weed Nose said, was playing video games the other day and was listening to a bunch of Cannibal Corpse files. That, that sounds like a good day right there. What game, what games were you playing? I don't know any of the games. <laughs> um, Damage Inc. I uh, get that for sure. Brings character to the record and also shows how much it has breathed. Yeah, I love, man, I love getting, like, perfect for me is an album I love from the 80s where the vinyl is in very good shape. Maybe a couple blemishes, but for the most part, very good shape. The cover, I want all of the, the, the what do you call them, the spines intact. But everything else, I want a little bit of wear and tear. I want a little bit of a ring. I, I love that. I don't know. I love it. Because you see so many people out there creating like artwork, trying to recreate that vibe. And I'm like... You just buy the record that has that vibe. It's right there. So here, oh, here we go. Matt 101. I loved when I got to use an 8-track just for an experience. I'm 30 years, so I love the vinyl outlook you have. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I haven't used an 8-track since I was a kid. My older brother had an 8-track player. Um, oh, that's a good one. Rachel Nell, thank you. Faith No More to Bridge the Gap. I, that is a good one, to bridge the gap between old school and modern. So many modern bands have been influenced by Faith No More. Um, so yeah, Faith No More. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, that's a good one. Thank you, and thank you for being here. Um, Damage Inc. Heartwork is my favorite Carcass album. I yeah, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, depends on what kind of metal you're in, into, but yeah, you can find you can find those bands that came out in the 90s that have greatly influenced a lot of the bands that you probably like from the 2010s and beyond. All right, hold on. We know something I've noticed about listening to vinyls is it's much harder to skip tracks, so you have to listen. Well, yeah, you. why would you want to skip tracks? That's not the point. You listen to an album. 
Yeah, you, you know, th that's what I don't understand. If somebody tries to skip tracks, I don't know if my daughter's doing that because I got her a record player and some records. And um, I, I I think she just puts it on and goes on, on her bed and listens to the album all the way through, which I love. She's 12 going on 13. She already has a little bit of a record collection. And I'm just adding to that now. So now there's that. There's that. Not only do I buy shit for myself all the time, now I'm constantly being like, oh, she would probably want this. So great. Great. There goes all the money. Anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, Rachel, Angel Dust might do the trick. I mean, one of the greatest albums ever made. Give it a shot. Vengeance Falls, I'm jealous of your record collection. Old head, I find that the older I get, I don't really give two shits about video games anymore. Just pretty much pay attention to music. I, uh, I mean, I, I, I understand that. I've, I've, I played video games uh, when I was a young teenager and I had a Nintendo. Um, I really loved the original Batman game on NES. Loved it. Gremlins 2, another great one on NES. Uh, Blades of Steel, the hockey game. That one's great. Super Dodgeball. These are all the games I remember playing from back in the day. But eventually, music overtook that, and I stopped playing video games. So, uh, I mean, I, yeah, stopped playing video games, started just getting into music, and it's never stopped. It's been ever since then. It's been however however many years, math and whatnot. Um, yes, Devon, all those are good good ideas. Deftones, Tool, Machine Head, Corn, Rage, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, oh, Chris has th you have three hundred. Nice, nice. That is a, that's a good one. I I almost almost have two thousand. Almost, I'm this close. So I would say, give me give me six months <laughs> or so. Um, Weedno said the only modern bands I'm really into are Mastodon and Propagandi. Propagandi started in the early '90s. Can you even call them modern? <laughs> but uh, Mastodon for sure. Love Mastodon. Stevan, 90s Beasties. Rule be Beastie Boys fucking rule, period. Um, all right, another beer drink. I'd say I'm probably going to wrap this up about 9, 9 Central. So we got about 20 minutes. If anyone has any um, questions or uh, uh, you want my opinion on something or whatever. Um, hard to choose between oh Angel Dust and King for a Day. Yeah, King for a Day was a really important album for me because I remember it. It came out uh, my junior year of high school, and um, I got strep throat, and I was at home recovering, and I remember listening to King for a Day over and over and over again. So it's it always brings me back. It was like a comfort to me while I was miserable for a few weeks. Hey, I hear Black 74. Thanks for being here. Thank you, old head, for sharing your knowledge and perspective on music that I love. You make it possible to enjoy the music that I love even more. Awesome. Thank you. Slashed and mashed the two Wrath Child America albums. That's a good one. That's where I think Eddie and I need to go, where we go to bands that only put out two records and we smash them and mash them or slash them and mash them. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> Chris, 
<laughs> favorite modern group that's not rock or metal is the Northern Boys. <laughs> they're 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 the they're they're the like the old Beastie Boys. Um, they're very funny. Check out the Northern Boys. I will uh, I will uh, agree to that. Damage Inc. What do you prefer, live DVDs, VHS, or live albums on CD vinyl? So, if there's video of it, I'm probably going to get that first. So, a lot, of, like, I, I have a lot of live VHS. Um, so, because, like, I don't know, for a good, for a good example, I have the, the um, live priest uh, VHS from, what is it, 86, 87? Um, but I don't have the vinyl of that. Because I'm just like, well, it's I can watch it on this. I don't need to listen to that. But on the same token, um, you can, you know, I I have what would essentially be exit stage left from Rush on a VHS, but also I have the live album because I love Rush. So I don't. It just depends. But like I I if if there's a video version of it, I want to get it because I like to watch the performance. But some performances are just so fucking good that I that if there's a vinyl, I'm gonna get it. Um, let's see. Uh, Met 101, have a great night, old head. Th uh, thanks for being here, Met. It's been it's been great. Thank you for all the questions. Um, and uh, yeah, hope hope to see you soon. Chris says maybe we do that to forced entry. Yeah, they I think they had two albums in an EP, so we could yeah easily do forced entry. And Vengeance Falls. So you're a fan of hip hop. What's your opinion on Juggalo rap? What does that mean? Isn't jug it aren't Juggalos? Isn't that just Insane Clown Posse? Is there are there a bunch of other people like them? Um, I I'm not a fan of it, but I do I do I really I one of my favorite things ever when I'm feeling down is I will watch a video the video for the song Miracles by Insane Clown Posse because it is the stupidest song ever made. And I laugh so loud like every time I watch that. If you haven't seen that, go look up Insane Clown Posse Miracles because it's just an entire song of them rapping about things that they are calling miracles, but they're just easily explained by science. <laughs> so, but my one of my favorite lines from that is uh, one of the guys in between a verse and a chorus he goes, uh, uh, music is a miracle too. You can't even hold it. It's just there in the air. <laughs> Amazing shit. Amazing shit. But they're not kidding. As far as I know, those dudes are serious. They're seriously not all there. Um, and they do rap music. So, um, let's see. Hold on, I'm, I'm going through here. What do we got here? Here we go. Yeah. I love people who don't understand magnets. Yeah, that's one of the lyrics. Magnets. How do they work? I mean, it, you could just look that up. <laughs> um, Johnny G says, I'm still bummed out on Krypta not making your 2023 albums of the year or Overkill. It's been a few weeks. You might have already thought about adding Krypta to the list. No. Um, I like the Nervosa album more than the Krypta album. So if any of the, of the albums would have been on my list, it would have been Nervosa. Um, Overkill, I enjoyed that album when I listened to it, and then I never went back to it. 
And so that alone is the reason why it didn't go on my list. Plus, there's so many albums that I listen to throughout the year um, that I really have to go with the ones that after I was done listening to them, I thought about them to where I wanted to go listen to them again. That's how my lists end up working out, because there are so many albums that if somebody came to me and said, this is my number one album, I'd say, fuck, yeah, it's fucking killer. But it may have been an album that I heard and I went so fucking great. And then I just never thought about it again because it didn't have that kind of pull for me. So um, the Crypt album is fine. I just, it didn't do much for me. And then the the same thing with Overkill. But you know, it's, it's just me, just one man's opinion. Like I don't, uh, that's why I, I, I try to stress that they're my favorite albums. They're not the best because it's plenty of really great music out there that some of it I don't even hear. And then other stuff uh, doesn't, click with me uh, the way that it clicks with other people and that's fine that's i'm just one person i'm one uh i'm one outlet for you to get a get a, a viewpoint of but mine's not special maybe it is right i have to think that it's special if i keep fucking doing videos right um let's see yeah, Obituary also came out with an album in 2023, which I really enjoyed. And then it just didn't, it didn't stick for me. But I love Obituary. Uh, Weedno says, I hear Black is the last great Overkill album, in my opinion. I am not going to disagree with that, because I really like that one. But you're talking to the to the person that I loved when the, the thrash bands got a little bit experimental in the 90s and did some different shit. And when they all started to come right back to like, oh, we're going to do all this same shit again, that's when I went, look, I like what you're doing. It's just not as interesting to me. So, um, yeah. Um, Vengeance says, I have two records pre-ordered for this year. What what are they? My pre-order so far, Slope, the band Slope, that's pre-ordered. Uh, Jay Robbins has an album coming out. Jay Robbins from Jawbox. I love him. And his album's going to fucking rule. What else do I have pre-ordered? Skeletal Remains has been pre-ordered. Is that it so far for this year that I've pre-ordered? I don't know. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. Nicholas Fisher, do you still wear your suicidal hat? No, I don't. It uh, it's You can't see it, but it sits. There's a skull a, 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 a human-sized skull on, on one of my shelves, and my suicidal hat and bandana are on that. That's my little my little uh, suicidal guy that's been decapitated or something. Uh, Sam, thank you for being here. Good night, old head. Looking forward to your upcoming videos. Thank you very much for being here. Yeah, th no, thank, thank you for being here and for watching. Um. Oh yeah, I hear black. We did. We were talking about you. You're the you're the last good overkill album. Um, all right. Okay, Vengeance Falls. Pre-order the new job for a cowboy. That sounds I think that's on that's gonna be pretty cool. I'm gonna check that out when it comes out. Upon Stone. Who's upon stone? Vengeance. Look at that. See? I'm not an expert. There's a lot of things that I don't know. Um, Chris Heath, independent chaos city, sound of white noise. I hear black. Yeah, exactly. That, that era of those bands, 100% love them. Uh, best concert I went to this last year. Um, I, I talked about this earlier, but I'll hit on it again. The best thing I went to this last year was the, um, 
the uh, Wrecking Ball Metal Madness thing in Dallas with Dying Fetus, Frozen Soul, uh, all sorts of bands. Uh, just because it was such an amazing experience and so many of the bands were so fucking good, but just the overall experience of everything, it was just a perfect weekend and every everything everything was perfect. You can, if you watch the video I did um, on my YouTube of the weekend, you can see, but it was just, um, I, I expected to have a good time, but I had an amazing time. So uh, that was my favorite one. I'm very much looking forward to uh, seeing, so far, seeing uh, Cannibal Corpse. Uh, in a few months with obituary and uh, frozen soul. But uh, we'll have to see who else comes through. I don't really know. Let's see. Damage. I'm going to hit you. Oh, you're going to hit the hay. All right. Well, thank you very much for being here. And uh, yeah, we know the best thing I went to was suicidal tendencies. They didn't play around here or I would have gone. But um, what was, which was, where was the suicidal show you went to? Um, I don't know. I, I, I would really, I'd very much like to see them again. Um, upon stone is a band that have a, a sound similar to the old school Swedish death metal that could go either way with me. So I will definitely check them out. Um, Chris, now that I mentioned independent, I'm really looking forward to some new sacred Reich. Yep. I, uh, um, I really, I really hope they put out an album. They just announced on their Insta. I said Insta, like I'm a fucking millennial um, or a Gen Zer. Uh, they they posted that there we should be expecting a new uh, Sacred Reich. Did I say suicidal? Sacred Reich. I'm, my brain is in two different places. Sacred Reich. And um, okay, well, suicidal was in Sydney. Nice. Um, yeah, I would like to see Infectious Grooves do more shit and play live. Yeah. Um, really? 24-7 Spies? New album? I'm on board for that. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, I would I would love to, uh, oh, the, this is one I would like to, yeah, Mr. Bungle in March and Carcass in May. Mr. Bungle keeps, uh, playing shows and they don't come through my neck of the woods. So, I would really, uh, like to see them. Um, especially this lineup of the band. Absolutely. So, All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to wrap it up a little bit early, but I appreciate everybody being here and uh, thank you for all your questions and thank you for supporting me for uh, however long you've been supporting me. If it's been five years or five minutes, I don't care. I appreciate um, anyone that's ever watched anything that I've done because that's why I do it. The interaction with you guys is why I do it. And uh, thank you for being here. And also, like I said, keep on the lookout. If you're not following me on my socials, follow me on all my socials. You can see on, on YouTube, I usually have a link tree. But when I do some of these things like the Zoom party I'm talking about, um, uh, I'll be posting links to how to get to the Zoom party. And uh, I hope to see a, a, a lot of you there um, and a lot more videos to come. So I'm not I'm not slowing down. I love doing this and I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, Chris, Vengeance, Rachel, Among the Joes, Chris, uh, Stevan, Weednose, Nicholas, everybody, this, I'm just going up here. Greg, uh, Dare I Say Damage, um, everybody, I Hear Black, everybody that's been here, um, you guys are uh, fucking awesome. Um, the shitheads, Diarmwid, God damn it, I hate your name. Cause I just <laughs> I'm always struggling with it. Um, but yeah. 
you guys are awesome. Um, you're the best shitheads in the world. And so, um, uh, yeah, do it. What is Yeah. New videos coming soon. I don't think I have anything coming out this next week because I'm doing this live thing, but the following week after that, um, back to the grind. Um, so, uh, thanks everybody. You guys are amazing and, um, I'll see you soon. Thanks for an amazing five years. And here's to five more. Uh, bye everybody.